Where are you leading from? In a society that prioritizes success first, we tend to fall into traps of leading ourselves and others from a place of fear, doubt, and unworthiness. Let's find a new way. I am seeking to inspire and guide leaders, parents, and athletes to unlock the secrets to a fulfilling life that resonates from the heart. Let's embark on this voyage together, where heart-driven leadership becomes the compass for a life well-lived. This is Heart First. I am your host, Ryan Sawyer. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a resource I created for you. It's called Prep Like a Pro. It's going to take you through a mental, an emotional, and nutritional, physical preparation plan to prepare for big moments. So whether you're an athlete or someone who's preparing for a big speech, interview, or anything in your life that really matters to you, go click on this resource I hope it helps. Welcome, friends. I am absolutely super excited about my guest today. Today, we have my number one amigo, my main man, Colton Thomas Sawyer, my nine-year-old son. Oops, sorry, I told him how old you are. I'm going to ask you that anyway. He is here with me today. He's been asking both his mother and myself to be on our podcast. He feels like he has something to share, a little story to tell, some lessons he's learned in life. <clears throat> so, we said, well, let's let's hop on. Let's have a little conversation. I think we might even do this from time to time. You know, over the years, as I've been kind of just bringing certain things to the table for my family to chew on, Colton and I have these conversations. We call it Conversations with Colton. And we go into things, and it's always amazing how I'll take something that's fairly complicated and turn it into as simple as possible. And then he'll be like, oh, that's easy, Dad. I already know that, and this is how he presents it. So he has a way of just making things even more relatable, even simpler than I can. So without a doubt, I have learned more about life, about growth, about transformation from my children, from Colton and Haley, than from anything else I've done in life. But being a parent is honestly the best way you can put the mirror up in front of your face for change. So welcome, son. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Okay. Okay. So tell the tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Your name is Colton. We got that part. How old are you? Nine. And what grade are you in? Third. Third grade. And what's your favorite thing in life? Let's just learn one thing about you. What's your favorite thing in life? Can I say two things? Two things. Fire away. Rugby and hugs. Rugby and hugs. In that order? Would you put one of those I mean, in front of the other? No, I mean, like, I like them the same, probably. You like them the same. So, hugs is your favorite thing. Hugs from your family, from people you love, and people you care about. That's awesome. So, let's talk a little bit, like, what made you feel like you had something to bring to the table to want to be on a podcast? Like, you had some value to give. What was it that got you here? Well, because I, I thought it would be cool to be on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, um... You see your mommy and your daddy doing it, and you kind of like to be like them, huh? Yeah, because you're the coolest people I know. So. <laughs> well, for now, anyway, I'm going to remember, now that I have that on recording, we can go back and review that someday when you're older, when you don't think I'm as quite as cool as you currently do. So I'm going to be like, see, at one point you thought I was the coolest person on earth. So I just want to make sure we got that mm-hmm. recorded, so later I can hold it up against you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about our topic today. The, what was the topic that you said, hey, Dad, I want to talk about doing what? What is it? Going all in. Going all in in life. Like completely 
what I heard this thing even this morning, this motivational thing this morning I was listening to is talked about like dying to the process, like giving your whole self to something, to a project, to a sport, to a relationship, to life, right? Going all in. So you have an experience of what it felt like to go all in. So there must have been a time when you weren't going all in. So you must have had some contrast of the time where you were like, oh, I'm not going all in. And I don't like that experience. Is that true? Do you have an experience like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay, you do. So where does this start? Where did you first remember starting to have this conversation where you realize, hmm, I'm not giving my all. I'm not doing my best. Well, when when I when I um on my first game of rugby. First game of rugby this last spring. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. I um I was I was just basically standing on the field watching butterflies. <laughs> You just kind of watching your teammates play the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so was it, what was causing you to be a spectator on the field? Was it because you didn't know what you were doing? Because you didn't know that you liked to play hard? Like, what was it that was keeping you from going all in? I didn't know that I was gonna like to play hard, and I didn't. I didn't know. I thought I was gonna make a lot of mistakes. Oh, so you worried about making mistakes? Mm-hmm. Okay, you didn't really fully know all the rules. Yeah. Right. But n- near the end, more end of the season, I knew all the rules. Yeah. So, so that so it made it easier to go all in when you understood the games, but you had to play the game to learn the game. Right. 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 So, so the first game happens. We hop back in the truck, and I ask you, did you have fun? And, uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah kind of, right? You were, mm-hmm. you were kind of a little bit humming and humming, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so what was the conversation? Like, what was the conversation they had that made you, like, wake up? Well, you said that if I don't play hard, he's not going to drive me all the way to Pendleton, Oregon to watch me sit there and watch butterflies. <laughs> so so the next weekend, we were driving from Spokane, Washington to Pendleton, Oregon, which is a good, I don't know, what is it, three or four hours, something yeah. like that. And I said to him, you know, as a former coach, like, I don't want to coach my son, people. Like, I want to be his dad. I want to guide him. I want to love him unconditionally. But I really want to stay away from coaching. I want coaches to coach him. And so I, I, I tried to stay out of it. I even don't go to practices intentionally. So, but one thing I talked to him about is saying that if we're going to do something in life, whether it play a sport or whatever, in this situation we're talking about rugby, like playing hard should be a given. Right. right. And I remember back in the recruiting process, and we had this conversation, back in the recruiting process when I was a collegiate football coach and I was recruiting coordinator for like six or seven years, whatever it was, when somebody brought a player to the table, a defensive lineman to the table and said, hey, I want you to watch this kid. He plays hard. I'm like, well, if he didn't play hard, why would you bring him to me? Like playing hard is should be a given. Right? We shouldn't make that some sort of like, whoa, he plays hard. Of course you play hard. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I said to you, buddy, I'm not driving four hours to watch you catch butterflies, right? Mm-hmm. So if we go down there, you're going all in. You're playing hard. I don't care if you make mistakes. I don't care if you don't know where you're going. And then I told you a story about a former player of mine. Do you remember the story? Yeah. Who, who, who was who a player? Dexter Motolui. Dexter Motolui. Hey, Dex, if you're out there, we love you, man. Okay, so what was the story? Do you remember the details about it at all? I remember that when he touched the ball, that he that like 
that he uh when he had the ball he ran the opposite direction super duper fast and was and and then the coach next to you was like um where is he going where is he going and then he's like, I don't know. You're like, I don't know, coach, but he's digging. He's digging. So he didn't have the ball. So that's <laughs> close. That's close. So Dexter Motolui in 2009 was playing uh, a game against Cal. We were playing against Cal. And at the time, Cal was one of the top co- play, uh, teams in the country. They had a player by the name of Javed Best who was like one of the fastest. He's a track guy. He was one of the fastest players in the country. And we're about the 40-yard line. And they ran a reverse, and Dexter's on the uh, field side, so he's on the left side of the defense, Mm -hmm. and they ran the reverse to him. So he felt like the play was going away initially, but the play was actually being ran to him, and he put his foot in the ground. He thought he was going the right direction. He just heads off a 40-yard dash to the pylon where he thought the ball was going to be, and the ball was being ran to the opposite pylon. And on film later that next week when we were watching film, Coach Baldwin, our head football coach, good friend of mine, Coach B, how you doing? And if he, uh, he was watching the film, he was like, hey, Sawyer, in the office. He yells at me, he's like, where in the heck is Dexter going? I said, I don't know, D- Coach, but he's digging, right? And I remember at the time, like, if we can get him pointing in the right direction, like, he's going to be one heck of a player. So Dexter ended up becoming, uh, what, what, ended, what ended up happening in Dexter's career because he was a top three, probably, of a player of mine that, like, nobody played harder than Dexter. I mean, he'd have snot coming out of his nose. He played so hard. He gave everything he had. What ended up? What did I tell you happened to him by the time he was a senior? He was one of the most valuable best players and yeah. voted by his team. Voted by his team. He was voted the MVP of his team on defense, the most mm-hmm. valuable player on defense by that. And, and if you were to look at... The player he was as a freshman and mm-hmm. told you that he was going to be the most valuable player as a senior, you probably wouldn't have been like, oh, I don't know, That's, that may have been a bit of a stretch just because of some of his <clears throat> kind of game awareness, right? But he never let up. He never let up, and he always played hard. So we went down to Pendleton, Oregon. What happened in Pendleton? I won the hammer. And what's, the, put- and what's the hammer? For making the most tackles and being the most physical and playing playing really hard. And playing the hardest, being the most physical, kind of going all in, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so what was your experience when we hopped back in the truck to head home from Pendleton, Oregon? And I asked you, did you have fun? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and you had super fun. You fell in love with the game, mm-hmm. right? And you weren't in love with it before that. No. Okay, so now we go a few weeks later. And we had a report back from school. We got a phone call from a teacher, actually. And this teacher was talking to us about how much uh, they were kind of frustrated a little bit with with Colton and how he was not really paying attention and not finishing his assignments and just kind of daydreaming and and uh, not engaging at all. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not my son. That's not that's not how he is around the house. And so we had a conversation. What was the conversation? The conversation was that if I um, didn't go all in at school, then I would lose rugby. Okay. And so I, but we also talked about now you have the experience. Do you remember what happened when he went all in in rugby? What happened, right? Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you put that same effort into school, what may happen, right? And, And, And I also used this, we had this conversation about we have rights. And we have privileges. And 
as a human being, you have certain rights, right? But rugby was a privilege. And as your father, I can take away privileges and I can give you privileges, right? Like going to get an ice cream. It's not your right to have ice cream. That's a privilege, right? Getting to play rugby on this team. That's a privilege. That's something you get to do because you're doing the things that uh, you're taking care of business, right? You're taking care of how you're treating people. You're doing well in school, all these things. So we could easily say, hey, listen, if you don't give that same effort, if you don't go all in in school, we're going to pull rugby, right? Which initially made you feel how? Very bad. Very bad. Overwhelmed is what you use. Use the word overwhelmed. Yeah. So you went to school that next day and what happened? I was so, like, um, so caught up in losing rugby that I couldn't do any work at all. And so then I went to go talk to um, one of the people at the office, Mm -hmm. and they helped me talk to Miss Stevens, and um, I talked to them. Miss Stevens is her teacher? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then I was able to um, get caught up on, like, all my work and um, do better in school. Mm. Okay, so you got caught up in work, in school, and you, and you kind of felt better about yourself a little bit because you were caught up, right? So eventually, did you go all in in school? Yeah. Okay. Now, before we talk about this, what was your experience before you went all in in school? Like when you're getting ready for school in the morning and and everything else, like what was your experience before you went all in in school? My experience was um, I didn't have fun at school at all. I just, when I went there, I just didn't, um, I didn't like it there and Mm -hmm. I didn't um, like learning because I wasn't going all in. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, even going, like getting ready for school, like, was it kind of a drag? Like, come on, Colton, get your backpack. Like, were you kind of dragging and I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were kind of making it worse and, and being resistant to it a little bit. You were resisting going to school. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then after that, I was excited. I'm excited to go to school. So you went all in. Yeah. And now what's your experience of school? And it's amazing. And I like learning and all that stuff. And even from today, from then, right now I have my backpack ready and it's two hours before school. (laughs) So now you're ready to go to the point where I'm like, Colton, there's an hour until school starts or even two hours until school starts. And he's got his shoes tied. He's got his backpack. He's got his lunch pail in his backpack. What's that Adam Sandler? I got my shoes tied tight and my lunch pack. My lunch packed up, my shoes tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Remember that song we used to sing? Anyway, sidetrack. So you are like, let's go. Is it time to go yet? Like, I want to be first in line. I want to get there. And not just for recess and for friends. Those things were fun too. But those are the only things that you even halfway liked about school before. Now you actually like learning. So just yesterday, we hopped in the truck. I picked you up from school. Right here, this is the last week of school. This week, you got two more days. You got field day today, and I don't know what tomorrow it brings, but it's like a half day. You're only there for like two hours. So, what was the note that we just got? Um, it's in mom's office. I know, but can you just tell me what it was? Yeah, what it was it? from one of uh, the student teacher, Mr. Walls, mm-hmm. and he gave he's done he's done it twice, mm. and he gave me the uh, note that said. Um, I don't even remember what it said. Well, 
how to make you feel. Very good. Yeah, so I gave you uh, just an awareness about how well you're doing, how hard you're working, how you stick with everything, mm-hmm. and how you complete everything <clears throat> because you're going all in. Yeah, and yeah. it also said um, that um, when I put my mind to something, I, 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 I'm unstoppable. So that's exactly what it says. Hoping you remember that. Colton, when you put your mind to something, you are unstoppable. Unstoppable. And then and then it said, um, I hope we take that to fourth grade. Hope you take that to fourth grade and the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Putting your mind to things, going all in. So what'd you learn? What'd you learn in this process of going through rugby, going all in, winning the hammer, being recognized before your efforts, then recognizing how you weren't going on in school, didn't want rugby to get taken away. So you started to go all in school. Next thing you know, you love school, you love learning. You even enjoy your teacher more, who before you kind of like, were like, eh, you know, because mm-hmm. you weren't going all in. It wasn't her fault. It was you. Like, what was the real problem? Was, was it the system? Was it the school? Was it the friends? Was it the teacher? What it was, was just me. It was just you. You were the problem, right? You fixed you. You fixed your mindset. You fixed your attitude. You went all in. Now you love it. All right? So what'd you learn about life? I learned that um, when you go all in, you um, see the good in things, and you have more fun. And um, when you put your mind to something when you go all in, you're unstoppable. And that um, that when and that when you go all in, it makes it makes you like things more than you would have if you didn't like if you didn't go all in. You know, I, I'm thinking of a quote: "How you do anything is how you do everything." I think about this when you're even doing dishes or folding laundry or anything else. It's like when we resist something, it just tends to take any fun that possibly there could be there for it uh, for us out of it. Right. And I have a story of this very same thing. You know, I have a residential painting company. Right. Mm-hmm. And years ago, I was completely in it. I was the only one moving ladders. Right. I had employees coming and going. And now I have a team. You know, we're up to six employees and a couple of crews running out there and those type of things. But there was a time when I was immersed in it. I was doing the sales. I was writing the estimates. I was doing all the work myself, cleaning all the equipment, pulling all the trailer, doing every single component of it. And in all reality, there was this 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 nagging mindset that was like, I don't want to do this. And so I got up every day kind of resisting it a little bit and kind of had to pull myself through it and drag myself through the mud. And there was a day happened. I remember I was driving down I-90 going from Spokane towards Liberty Lake and it was early in the morning. And I'm talking to my friend Connor Craig and I had this shift. And I said, I'm just going to go all in. I'm just going to give it everything I got. And in that moment, it was somewhere around the May Judish about four years ago, everything shifted. I started to have fun. I started to find the gift. The company began to grow. Because of my mindset, I then attracted the right employees. It grew. It became more profitable. I was able to step out of it. Now here we are, right? So life changed because of my mindset, because of my mentality and the effort that I gave it, right? So what would you tell somebody out there, uh, you know, maybe they're in a situation, a job or role or relationship where it's not the way they would desire it to be. They aren't experiencing life the way they really want to. They're kind of resisting it. What would you tell them to say? Maybe, maybe if they did this, they would have a different experience. Okay. Maybe if they gave like that, whatever the thing that they're doing, that they give it all their effort, mm. 
and if they tried to see the good and everything. Mm. And um, if they also, if they did those things, they would be happier with it, and it would, and then it would be the way that they expected it. The, the way they desire it to yeah. be, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I think about this with the relationship. I think about this with marriages. I think about this with you know, relationship with your with your kids, friends. I think about it with business. I think about it with your work or job. If you're in a role or that you don't want or you want a different role, here is what I would say is go all in. How you do anything is how you do everything. Absolutely take 100% pride in what you're delivering, even if it's something that you feel like is some quote unquote beneath you. You don't want to be doing it in a job or it's in a relationship. Like this is a very important point to understand. Like the system is not the problem. Like we are the problem. Right? When we go all in, then we enjoy the process and we change our own life. We change the world. If all of us went all in, what do you think would be possible? If every single person out there on the face of the planet said, I'm going to go all in in life, no matter where I am, like I'm going to own my, my role, whatever role that is, whether it's on a sports team, whether I'm a coach, whether I'm in a corporation, a business, whatever it is, but I'm going to take my role and I'm going to deliver. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to put my whole self into the process. What do you think would happen in this world? If everybody in the whole world did that. Yeah. Went all in. Um, I don't know. You think it'd be good? It would definitely be good. Mm-hmm. Um, things would change maybe, for the better? Yeah, things would change for the better. Maybe some people would be nicer to other people. Think people would be happier. Uh, yeah, people would be happier. You think they would find the gift in whatever situation they're currently in. Therefore, they'd be able to move to the next. Yeah. And this is, I think, the point of what I, my story and your story, they're, they're 100% the same, right? Is I was not going to find what I needed to learn. I was not going to find the good in it. I was not going to find the gift that was able for me to move to the next chapter of my life. If I continued to resist the painting company, I bet you... Every single dime that I have to my name that I would still be carrying ladders, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I love painting. I love my guys. I love the business. But it's not what I'm my burning desire to really do with my life, right? And so I don't think that I would be here doing this now, this current business and coaching and podcasting and speaking and writing and doing the things that I'm doing, content creating, if I would have continued to resist a painting company all those years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are you keeping yourself from? What experience are you keeping yourself from? What growth are you keeping yourself from? And what is the next experience that you're keeping yourself from that will then unlock, will extract the gift that you have within you that will then lead you to your passions, that will lead you to your purpose and lead you to a meaningful life where you, you find balance, you find happiness, yeah, does that make sense? And another thing about um, when if the everybody in the whole face of the planet mm-hmm. um went all in, like people that um bully people sometimes mm. would be happier and more proud of themselves yeah. because they've been going all in, oh, and wow. then they wouldn't, and then less people would be bullied because everybody because more people would be happy because they would be they'd be going all in in like whatever sport they play. Or whatever, or, they're, or, whatever or whatever they're doing. Yeah, they don't even have to be a, an athlete, right? They, yeah. Whatever it is. So they can... Um, 
So what I'm so hearing then you say, less bullies. you think that bullies bully other people because they're not happy with themselves. Yeah. And if they were to go all in, in whatever circumstance of life that they're currently in and focus on themselves, they would then no longer bully other people because they'd be happy with themselves. Yeah. That is profound, son. And this is why we have conversations with Colton. Is there anything else? This is only the first time we're doing this, but I believe this is going to be a hit and I believe we should do it again. What do you think? You want to do this again? Yeah. We'll come up with another topic? Yeah. Is this kind of fun? Did you learn something doing this podcast? Mm-hmm. What'd you learn? I learned that, um, um, I, well, I don't know what I learned. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, no. No? Okay. We're going to, we're. Two- oh, wait, no, I got one more. Yeah, go for it. And. If people, like, the people that hunt to put meat in the stores, Mm -hmm. if they went all in on everything they do, maybe they would show respect for the animal when they killed it instead of just, like, shot it and then put it in their backpack. So you understand the point that we've talked about before. Like, we only take what we need. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it it breaks your heart a little bit when people just kill for joy. Like, Mm -hmm. whether that be Or if they just, like, kill a deer for the 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 antlers antlers, and, like, show no respect for it. Right. You very much so respect nature, respect all sentient beings, and you want everybody to be shown the same respect no matter where they are, who they are, or where they come from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We all should, we all deserve the same amount of respect, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why we work on ourselves to be able to make sure we love ourselves enough where we can show everybody else respect and compassion and empathy right? that they deserve. Yeah. So maybe that's be next on our next topic. Thank you for joining me, Colton. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for your time and attention. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and a review and share it with a friend or someone who you think may benefit. And don't forget to go grab your free resource by heading over to the link in the show notes. We'll see you on the next episode.